This is a Federal News Network podcast. Welcome to the Space Hour, a show to highlight the people in the aerospace industry behind the newest technologies used for exploration and national security. Here's your host, Eric White. Hello there, and welcome to our November edition of the Space Hour here on Federal News Network. I'm your host, Eric White. The growth in the space industry has not been limited to the big companies everyone's heard of. Small businesses have also seen a growth in their bottom lines. A lot of the credit for that goes to people like Glenn Delgado. He's the head of NASA's Office of Small Business Programs. Delgado was recently recognized by the U.S. Women's Chamber of Commerce for his commitment to supporting women-owned small businesses. Since he will be retiring soon, I wanted to make sure we had the chance to speak with him about his career and what he's seen in the industry. My job as the associate administrator is to oversee the small business program at NASA. As we know, small businesses are the engine to our economy. So at NASA, we spend approximately around $18 billion a year on procurements. Um, And my job is to work with all the requiring activities. We have various mission directorates that do science, aeronautics research, space exploration, space ops, all that stuff. And then with the Office of Procurement, which of course buys everything for NASA, to make sure that the small businesses have equal opportunities to propose and bid and win contracts uh, for that $18 billion. So um, I have a, a team that's at each one of the centers. You know, NASA has 10 centers like Kennedy, Johnson, Marshall, you know, going down the line. And each of them looks at every one of the procurements that are coming out or requirements that are coming out of those centers. Um, we work closely with the SBA to make sure that um, SBA is the Small Business Administration to make sure that um, there are opportunities for the, the small businesses. Now, NASA has, by its nature, does a lot of business with large business because there's not a whole lot of small businesses that can put people on the moon and go to Mars and Jupiter and everywhere else. So in that case, we make sure that we work very closely with all of our large prime contractors to make sure they do subcontracting work with the small businesses. And they've actually been doing very well as far as that's concerned. We've built up a, a great relationship over the last 15 years that I've been at NASA. And to the point where NASA directly awards contracts to small business to about $3.4 billion um, last year. And our large primes are also in that same neighborhood of about 3.2, 3.3 billion directly to small business. So we make sure that we do you know, about $6 billion of the 18 billion goes out the door to small businesses and and not just little contracts and make sure they have good engineering contracts and things like that where they can grow. And we do try to turn them into large businesses eventually by making sure that they get a lot of good quality work out of the contracts that we procure. Yeah, those are, those are a lot of uh, big figures. And like you said, when people think of NASA contracting, they think of all the headline makers. Um, but you've seen an increase, a great increase in the amount of business being done with small businesses. Um, what can you tell me about your your tenure and you know how that increase kind of took off, <laughs> pun intended? Well, yeah, that's a good pun intended. <laughs> but uh, no, it's just that... Uh, I think I've built a great team over the last few years, um, actually the last 10 years or so. Um, it's just my nature. I'm a kind of good guy and work well with uh, procurement. And the, the good part of that is for almost 20 years, I just got my 40-year service pin, which is scary as heck. <laughs> but for the first 20 years of my career, I worked in contracts. 
So I know their language. I know how they do business. Uh, before I left to come into small business, I was actually the last uh, contracting officer, which means I'm the one who signs the dotted line for the F-18 aircraft, uh, the season D models. I, you know, I grew up buying uh, helicopters and then EA-6Bs, which are electronic jamming planes, you know, then F-18s. And then I got to knock on my door one day. They said, uh, we need somebody to run the small business office when I was at Navy. And they, and then we need somebody who's strong in contracts because you can learn small business. And I'm like, okay. So <laughs> made the jump in about 97 to small business when I was at the Navy. Um, and again, since I had such a strong contracting background, I was able to make rapport, you know, have a great rapport with the contracting people because they knew who I was and they knew I knew what I was doing. And that just carried on um, from that. I started NAVAIR, which is Naval Air Systems Command uh, down at Pax River now. Uh, started out in Crystal City. Then I actually got moved up to the Secretary of the Navy's office in 2000. Uh, worked in there for six years from 2000 to 2006. Then got moved over to NASA because they were making that Navy position a political position. I'm like, well, no, <laughs> so I'd rather a career position. And the NASA position was open and it's a career position. So I got there in 2006. Took me a little while to get my sea legs, no pun intended, because uh, and from going from military to NASA was a little bit of a leap, a lot more relaxed, a lot more, you know, rules. But, you know, I grew up, I went to Catholic school my whole life, then went into the military. You know, I did five years in the Air Force and then went into, you know, DOD contracting. So I'm used to rigid rules. So it took me a little bit to get my legs there. But then once I did, and, and uh, NASA actually has a nice connection to the Navy, probably about... 10 to 15 people in our procurement office uh, worked with me at NAVAIR. So I had a great relationship starting right off with them and just started building because uh, yeah, it just worked out really well. And then putting together the team, uh, one thing you'll never hear me say is I have a staff as we have a team and a family, and I'm just proud to be part of the family and part of the team. Um, they know I will always protect them. I'll always protect them and, you know, do what I, we need to do and so far it's worked out really really well for the last seven years i want to say i'll go six to call it safe we've increased the dollars awarded to small business each of those years and i won't say kind of significantly but decently enough to where i, I don't know if i'm allowed to show you charts and stuff I'll, i can send them to you if you want but <laughs> we've uh, uh straight lined excelled every year for the last six seven years um not only me uh, our prime dollars but the dollars awarded by the our large primes also, they had one blip year, which was 19, where there was some paperwork errors and they came down a little, but then they almost blew it out the water in 20. And I don't have the 21 numbers yet because the fiscal year just ended. So, but uh, we've been doing really well and I contributed all to the team that we've assembled and all of us have a great relationship with our procurement people and our requirements people. And uh, it just works out really, really well. I've been the beneficiary of a, a lot of good luck and a lot of good people so and good mentors yeah and, and speaking with some of the uh, businesses around the commercial space industry um, and the subcontracting specifically it almost seems as if it's now in their best interest to go that route because of the amount of specialities that are needed in the space industry um, can you talk a little bit about that and, and how that kind of fermented uh, while you're you know while trying to yeah. increase anyway okay. your 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 concern yeah. kind of align there. Yeah, believe it or not, a lot of uh, small businesses hold more patents than large businesses do. I mean, significantly almost two to one. Um, so that's where the innovation is. 
Um, and what we do is we put out a nice uh, magazine and actually you can get to it off of our website to where um, after each one of our major projects, such as Orion, SLS, um, a couple other ones that are running off my head right now, we put out a booklet that shows all the small businesses and actually Curiosity was the first one we did, uh, the rover that landed on Mars and started. We put out a booklet to where we show uh, we cap it actually at 2000 businesses that supported these things and what technology they contributed to it. So when all the people look at it, they see, whoa, this small business was like for Curiosity, for example. Every picture you see from Curiosity is from a camera designed by a small business. The core that drills down and pulls out the earth samples, a small business. So and we make sure we amplify that and show the quality of the technology and the quality of the small businesses that make the, math, the NASA missions um, our critical missions a, a success. And we do that after each one of our major ones. We actually are working on one for the James Webb Telescope now. Um, so once that launches, we're going to show everybody what the small businesses can do and did do for that critical mission of NASA. And we just make sure we spread the word, all the good news stories, you know, and even the non-high profile ones, we still make sure that we put the news out. We have our website. We talk about, look how good the small businesses and the quality of work that they do. I'm curious, uh, since you're, you've had your foot in both ends, um, what is, other than the obvious difference of, you know, one's water, one's space, what are the major differences that you saw in uh, kind of coalescing Navy contracts and NASA contracts? Were there any, you said you had yeah. a little trouble getting your feet wet? Full of puns here. Rules and structure, and they weren't quite there to begin with. But one thing I do have to correct, because uh, my Navy brethren would have a heart attack. There's a brown shoe and a black shoe, maybe. The brown shoers are the sea people. That's where NAVC is. They do all the boats. Gotcha. I came from Nav Air. We do everything that flies. Ah, so okay. they're usually a brother-sister, brother-brother rivalry big time. So I'm, <laughs> I'm on the air side. So I know there, all yeah, the we certainly don't want to get in the middle of anything. <laughs> oh, no, you don't want because that can get ugly sometimes, <laughs> believe me. But um, the difference was, and again, as I told you, I came from, I mean, kindergarten, I had to carry a briefcase and a, a briefcase and a tie to go to kindergarten. So I'm used to rigidness in Catholic schools and then right into the military from there and then right into DOD contracting for 20 years. Um, when I got to NASA, they weren't quite as rigid. I mean, I was used to wearing jackets and ties to work every day. I see the administrator at that time, it was Michael Griffin, walking around in a golf shirt. And I'm like, wait a second, you know. <laughs> What's going on here? So I immediately adapted, as you can see, the nice golf shirts. Um, and they didn't have as much, I'll say, structure. They were more uh, friendly type thing, not, hey, the rule says this, the rule says that, the rule says that. They were more innovative. And I guess you have to be that way to think out the box to get to Mars, Pluto, Jupiter, and all of that kind of stuff. So um, it took me, you know, it was a little bit of shock, but I can honestly say within the first month, two months, I did not look in my rearview mirror at all. I'm like, this is much better. I'd rather, you know, have a little freedom to do what I need to do because I'm one of my main mottos is I'll ask for forgiveness. I don't ask for permission. Very rarely do I ask for permission. I just do what I need to do to make sure things turn out the way they should. And then if I get called in the back and my hand slapped, I'll take it. So, you know, but at least I got done what I think needed to be done at the right time. You were recently awarded from the U.S. Women's Chamber of Commerce um, an award for in, in recognition of creating a more friendly atmosphere for women owned small businesses. Um, is that an initiative that you all took 
or was it just another case of you, you know, saying like, hey, you know, this is your your interest kind of aligned once again? A little bit of both, to be honest with you, because when I got there, um, our women on gold, don't quote me on this one, but it was in the high ones, low twos. And I said, um, before I retire, I'm going to make that 5% goal because that's a standard statutory goal across the whole government. And I kept saying, I want to make that 5% if I, before I get out. Um, right now, I'm scheduled to get out in around December of 22, and we're at 4.3. So it, I've always worked with uh, Margo. Margo Dorfman was the chairman. They just switched like two months ago to Charmaine. And um, anytime Margo called my phone, I made sure that we were at every outreach event that they had. They usually do about four big ones a year. If I personally could not go there and speak and tell them the importance of, you know, how to do business with NASA and the rest of the federal government, I made sure some of my teammates were there to make sure that they gave the speech. And then also um, I supported, I would probably say for the last 14 years, 13 years, um, every outreach event they had by doing matchmaking. And I, you probably have a clue what matchmaking is where my people sit at a table and then they talk to women owned and say, this is what I do. Are there any things around that we could work on and stuff like that? So we haven't missed one of those in 10 years. And um, I just make sure Margo and I, we talk a lot. And as she said in one of the interviews she did is, uh, you know, regardless if Glenn couldn't make it, he assured that one of his teammates would be there. And uh, we haven't missed in 10 years. So at least 40 consecutive events we've done, So, which is a good thing. You've been doing this for a while. What do you make of the the growth of the actual industry itself? And, you know, I imagine your Rolodex has gotten a lot bigger <laughs> over the years. <laughs> well, it's um, all computer now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but <laughs> your virtual Rolodex, uh, I imagine, is just, you know, you were talking about charts. I imagine it's just gone up and up. Um, what do you what do you sense is, you know, coming this way? Is it going to be a lot of, you know, a larger growth in well, the amount of small businesses? I think that, under this administration, because they've really put out, quite a few executive orders on understanding equity and diversity. Um, so the large primes have taken notice of that big time. Um, so, but they've always worked with me the last few years anyway, um, to make sure that we get stuff done um, properly and that they, cause sometimes there's what's called award fees associated with them meeting their small business goals. Okay, so they don't wanna miss out on any money you know, by not meeting a particular small business goal, uh, either small, small disadvantage, women-owned hub, or veteran, you know, all the ones that are out there. So when we negotiate with them, we make sure that it's a goal that they can achieve, that it's realistic, okay, and that the work is there. We just don't want them giving junk work to these companies like, you know, indirect expenses of supplying copy or paper or something like that. We want them on the floor working side by side with their engineers or whoever they are working with to, to get the job done so they get experience. Um, and then on the direct side, where our prime dollars, as we call it, where NASA directly awards to the small businesses, um, we've been doing a lot of interaction and outreach events where our technical community actually comes to those outreach events and sees what the industry has to offer, whether it is women or hub or vet, whatever it is. And then once they see that the capabilities are out there, they're a lot less reluctant to go to a small business. Because if you think about it, a lot of them are used to going to large business because they know their requirement will be met. But once they go to our outreach events, and we've been exposing them to a lot more over the last five years, six, seven years, and they see, oh, you guys actually have this technology. 
okay, maybe I will be willing to take a shot at it. And then when they take the shot at it, it worked out really well. They got it faster, cheaper, and better quality and quicker decision-making because you don't have to go through the large business gambit of several levels of management decisions. You're usually dealing with the president or the COO of the small business directly, and they can make a decision like that. And they see, oh, I get it faster, cheaper, easier decisions. Okay, we'll do it again. You know, it worked out well. So, and that's just been snowballing, you know, going through the years and um, it's worked out for them. It's worked out for me. Yeah, there's almost no industry better suited for, you know, the fear of diversity for diversity's sake. Once again, it seems as if kind of the interests align for everybody across the board uh, because of a diverse background seems to mean more innovation always. And uh, that's kind of what you're all looking for, right? Yeah, and we look for the small businesses again because they think outside the box. They're, you know, they're compatible with me. I've never met a box I stayed in. So, you know, we got to, you know, they're like, okay, no one ever thought of this before, but I think this will work. And they talk about it. And see, then one of the things that we did set up was a a program uh, called our small business tech coordinators. Um, So, like, I'm an MBA kind of guy. So when a small business comes to me and they start, excuse the French, but jabbering about, solar arrays and this and that, my eyes would glaze over. I'm like, I have no clue what you're talking about. I'm an MBA. Okay, so we set up a program to where each person in a technical code, so like I'll pick Marshall, for example, Marshall Space Flight Center in Huntsville. They have 14 technical codes, one for propulsion, one for this, one for that, one for this. So if we know we have a small business coming in to talk to us about that specific type of technical requirement, um, we bring them into the room. They have a person assigned to us from each one of those tech codes where we pick up a phone and say, hey, I got a company coming in talking about X, Y, Z. My eyes will glaze over. Can you come and talk, as I, go, I put it, can you talk geek to geek and then see if it's something that you guys could use or what you want? You know, because I'll be a waste of time as a middleman because you're going to ask me, well, what did he talk about? I'm like, so I have no idea. So why don't you hear you do your own translation? Tell me if it's something you like, and then I can make sure you guys get together a little more frequently. I've had great support from the NASA uh, senior administration. Um, You know, I'm an associate administrator. I report basically directly into the administrator suite. So I don't have to, you know, so if I do have any major disagreements or anything, with the requirements people or procurement people, um, I just go right to my boss and say, this is what the situation is and let them make the decision. I don't have a lot of layers of management. I can report directly to the administrator. And I say, this is what the situation is. We don't want to get, I won't say in trouble, but we don't want to highlight that we have an issue. And, you know, they can, you know, I won't say I win every fight. I don't, you know, but my focus is also the mission because if we don't have a mission, none of us have a job. Okay. So, there's some lot of give and take on occasions. Okay, yeah, maybe we'll let it go to a large business, but you owe me on the next one. You know, so we'll trade back and forth. And just the key is always that we have a successful mission. So, and I'm not in it just to shove rules and regs down people's throats. Now, the law says you got to do this. No, that ain't what the law says. Well, the law says that does. That doesn't mean that's what I'm going to do. Okay, we make sure that the mission is successful is the bottom line. And the support I've had from senior management has just been astronomical. Um, and I've definitely been the benefit of it. You know, I've reaped the benefit of it. That's Glenn Delgado, who is Associate Administrator for NASA's Office of Small Business Programs. Coming up next on the Space Hour, since more critical infrastructure is relying on space technology, it's probably a good idea for the government to collaborate with industry to protect it. You're listening to the Space Hour on Federal News Network. I'm Eric White. 
To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.